1: hey all you cool cats and kittens out there (laughs) (laughs) okay here's the thing i think i i saw a meme the other day and if you have not recognized what i just said it is from tiger king on netflix and i saw a meme that was like for those of you that haven't watched tiger king just get into the depths that we're all in and stoop down to our level and just watch it already and it's so true like if you want to feel better about your life and you as a person just watch this show these people are so effed up i didn't even know that this world existed of the big cat world and it is i'm in awe every episode that i watch and it's like a car accident you know you like can't stop looking at it you can't stop watching it and these people are just i don't think that the second husband of the tiger king was actually gay the poor kid i just like
0: (laughs) I couldn't even, when they had their little ceremony for the three of them, I was like, what is actually going on? I kind of feel dumber, but also like, and, and you need
1: that feel sometimes. better about myself. I, I've realized more and more during this quarantine that like not every ounce of my day needs to be productive or yeah. positive. Like yeah. you guys, and we're, we're going to get into that here. Like some days are going to look like you not wanting to do anything Mm -hmm. and sitting on your couch and watching tiger King and eating a bag of popcorn and other days you're going to be productive and you're going to work out and you're going to get your steps in. And that's okay because it's all about consistency and not being so hard on yourself and watching numbing mindless (laughs) television occasionally. And that's okay.
0: And if you do watch this, I would love to see your rendition of some of his outfits that he wears oh, the lisa frank thing yes it's just so true i can't even
1: deal with where it. where do you find this stuff like I how know. i don't know it's amazing
0: all i have to say is like the carol baskin memes that are getting they're just oh my getting gosh. better and better by the day so yeah it's pretty crazy and then i was just saying I, we've been mm-hmm. watching ozark so i can't wait yeah. for you to catch up because that show is really
1: effed up but... i i love my husband but that's so so nick is one watching ozarks from the beginning okay i watched the first like two or three episodes and Of the first season, I'm kind of weird. I don't love watching things about like extreme violence and drugs. And I am just, maybe it's my virgin mind, guys. I just, it it bothers me. Like it makes me sad. It makes me upset when I see like people getting killed in really awful ways and stuff like that. So it's hard for me to like focus on the storyline of things. So I I didn't watch the next season. It's twisted. So Nick wanted to watch this season. I told him, I was like, I'll watch it with you. And he's like, you have to watch it from the beginning. (laughs) And I was like. I don't care to watch it from the beginning. I'll just pick up with you. And he's like, Becca, you ha- can we just start it from? Sir, can we just start it over? And I'm like. This is bothering you way more than it's bothering me. I'll just watch yeah, because it with if you from you're season... like me,
0: I fall asleep through most huh? of the episodes and then I don't remember. So I'm asking Art like 20 questions like, wait, what happened? And this person and this person. He's like, if you would just stay awake and watch the episode, you
1: wouldn't have to ask me all these questions. I don't even ask the questions. I just sit there like totally out of the loop. And I'm like, eh, it makes him happy to watch this. So I'll watch it with yeah. him. It's but, yeah. really weird.
0: I, I don't know even what to think about it anymore. We shut the TV <laughs> off last night. I was like. That's just effed up. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. So anyways, (gasps) Uh, so we're talking today about baby steps and kind of getting out of this perfectionist mindset. I think Mm -hmm. so many people sitting at home, they're looking at Instagram and what people are doing. And guys, just remember, like, that's a highlight reel. Oh, my gosh. Instagram really is a highlight reel. Like, people aren't showing. Like, I know that I don't show all of the moments of frustration or cleaning up laundry and three hours of dishes because we made a huge mess on the floor, stuff like that, right? Like everybody is in this uh, same situation together and you might be sitting at home kind of like feeling bad, like, gosh, I'm not doing anything. Mm -hmm. And you want to change or you want to start doing something, but you feel really, really overwhelmed.
1: Yeah. And I think the biggest thing that I've talked to so many people about is they're realizing, okay, the first couple of weeks, maybe you're not feeling too awful about not doing literally anything, not working out, not focusing on your eating. Week three has been hitting this week, or maybe this is week four, I don't even know anymore. But people are like, we still have multiple weeks left Mm -hmm. of this. And you guys, if you think about it, do nothing for six to eight weeks, eat crap food, don't work out, see how it impacts you, because it's not going to be a pretty picture at the end of it. And so I think people are realizing they need to find a new normal Mm -hmm. and they need to find something that is going to help them come out of this Still feeling pretty good because at the end of the day, no one wants to feel awful, no one wants to feel bloated or lazy or you know, you whatever it might be. Um, and so we want to help you guys kind of change the mindset around it. Um, Liz was talking about like baby steps. I have been uh, listening to Rachel Hollis's book, Uh, Stop Apologizing, and she calls it the toddler mindset. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's kind of this idea that like No one expected a lot from toddlers when they started walking. Like, you didn't just look at your toddler and you were like, how do you not know how to go to the bathroom already? Why aren't you eating normal foods already? Why don't you like vegetables? It's just because they've never tried these things. We give them this free pass. We give them the grace. But as adults... Even if we've never tried anything before, we just don't give ourselves that same grace. We expect to just be perfect at things right away. And it's that all or nothing mindset.
0: Yeah. Well, or we join a program or we buy a program and we just think that, you know, overnight all of a sudden because I bought this at-home workout program, I'm going to have more motivation than I did yesterday to do that workout. And yes. that's just not how it works. And I was saying offline to Becca, like Marcus is kind of learning now to take his baby steps and start to walk and he falls down and I laugh at him and it's like, you know, not laughing at <laughs> him, but like, it's <laughs> funny because he's not phased by, it. he's like, I just want to get back up and yeah. go. Right. And it's almost one of those things where we need to kind of look at ourselves that way. It's like, I'm going to fall down a thousand times, but if you get back up that thousand and 81st time, that extra try, like you start to get better and better. Mm-hmm. And eventually you are making different strides and making steps in the right direction. And while you will still fall down and you will still fail, Becca and I fail weekly, right? You can keep going. And so it's like getting out of this, like I have to be perfect that it's all or nothing. I'm going to throw my whole day away. If I have a cookie, Mm -hmm. you know, like you can still make better choices at the next meal. You can still go out for
1: a walk. If you don't get in a full hour, intense workout. Totally. Totally. So I think, For I think it's number one is getting rid of the all or nothing mindset. It's a toxic mindset. It will never serve you long term. I bet if you talk to anyone that has accomplished a long term goal of extreme weight loss or whatever it might be and you ask them how they did it. 100% guarantee they're not going to be like, well, you know, I restricted every food that I love for, you know, four or five months and then I binged for an entire week and then I did that over and over again until I reached my goal. It never is that, guys. Let's be honest. It is usually them telling you that. I figured out a way to kind of enjoy things in moderation, and I found a lifestyle that was realistic for me long-term, and I didn't see extreme fast gains, but over time, I got to the place that I was happy at. And I think it gets to a point where Liz and I were talking about this, like, you just remove the outcome. You remove Mm -hmm. what you're trying to accomplish, and it becomes so much easier because you just focus on the day-to-day and what makes you feel good. But this all-or-nothing mindset is such a toxic place to live because you always beat yourself up about it. There's always shame associated, there's always guilt associated. It's oh, I screwed up again. I'm I'm horrible. I'm fat. I'm ugly. I'm all of the nasty things that you say to yourself because we all know that mind. We all know that voice inside of our head that says you're not good enough. You're not going to ever accomplish anything and it puts you down. And so many of yeah. us live in that voice. Yep. Or why try? You've tried before and mm-hmm. failed. It's too hard. Like there's all different types of
0: things that will pop into your head and Honestly, they're false. <laughs> they are lies. And you listen to those lies and then you start to tell yourself these stories. I used to do it all the time, right? And it's like my identity of being happy and healthy and confident was being stolen by my excuses and my expectation to be perfect. Because when I failed myself, the moment that I wasn't perfect, I threw my hands up in the air and said, I'm going to start again on Monday. And that's where we have to get away from this all or nothing. So I would challenge you today just to start with all or something, Mm -hmm. you know, if you're not moving right now, you have the opportunity to get outside and go for a walk 20 minutes, 30 minutes. If you're really enjoying it, stay out longer. I've been doing all kinds of projects outside. It's so nice. It's so nice. And I love being outside. And so, you know, if you aren't drinking water right now, Start drinking more water. Set some alarms on your phone. There doesn't have to be like this outcome attached to drinking water. Drinking water is good for you. (laughs) Nourishing your body. It's going to make you feel better. But it shouldn't be tied to, oh, I drink one gallon of water every day for 45 days. I should lose five
1: pounds. Yes. Because then you're always going to be disappointed, guys. Our body has its own agenda. It doesn't think oh, they put in the effort today. I'm going to show them the result on the scale. That's not, I'm sorry, guys. Our body is not that simple. If you've listened to our podcast, our body is an amazingly complex Mm -hmm. thing that happens on so many different levels. And it is not focusing on, you ate healthy for one day. Why don't I have abs yet? Okay. It's focused on keeping us alive and a lot of other things going on. But the consistency is what will bring you that outcome that you might be so focused on. It's just having to maybe remove the constant thought of that outcome.
0: Yeah. So I would tack on to that and say like, so right now we're heading into spring, right? Think about planting flowers. I've been kind of thinking about this, writing a post and so many people who are sitting at home, you have an opportunity. You have more time in your day because you're not commuting to work. You have more time in your day because you're not going to the kids' soccer games five days a week or traveling different places. You're not going to the grocery store eight times a week, right? Because you're <laughs> limiting your time. You have more time back into your day to work on yourself, to start planting these seeds. If you start planting these seeds and then you water them with consistency, when we come out on the other side of this thing, it could be June, it could be July. Whenever it is, and you step out, you're blooming, you're blossoming, right? Mm -hmm. Because you have planted the seeds, but those seeds have to be nourished over the course of six, eight, 12, 16 weeks, right? Depending upon your habits and your routines right now, pick one simple thing. When you've solidified that, pick another simple thing, solidify that, keep watering those seeds, keep nourishing those habits and those routines. And I guarantee you, then you'll see the outcomes, yep. but it may not be tomorrow. It may not be next week when you step on the scale and you expected, you know, all my efforts for yeah. one week should result in this yep. massive change. Like that's not how it works. And ultimately I would say if you're somebody who self-sabotages that way, stay off of the scale. Yep. Take some photos, track your consistency with your habits and focus on becoming healthy, a healthier, happier version of you, and you'll build
1: confidence through those habits and consistency. Yeah. yeah. I think number two is don't expect so much from yourself. I, I bring this back to the toddler thing where like toddlers aren't expected to know how to walk right away. Well, toddlers are, but babies aren't expected to know how to walk right away. Toddlers aren't expected to just start spewing out sentences right away. But at age 37 even though you've never eaten healthy before, you expect yourself to when you start trying, just master it. This and is hit a, your macros hit perfectly, your macros perfectly, <laughs> whatever it might be. Like you, we expect so much from ourselves when we start trying to implement a habit because we're adults, and that is apparently what adults do is they just have no issues with anything, even if they've never tried it before. And so I tell you, please give yourself some grace, give yourself a little bit of wiggle, because no one is perfect the first time they try. No one is going to go to the NBA the first time they pick up a basketball, guys. And it's the same thing with food and exercise. Seriously, like it's not going to be easy right away. You're going to stumble. You're going to fall. But that's okay because that is how we learn things. You learn through failure. No one learned by succeeding 100% of the time. Mm -hmm. You don't learn anything from succeeding. You don't because guess what you learned from? All the little failures along the way that led up to that success. So you have to have those failures. You have to embrace those failures because those are what actually ultimately teach you how to succeed. And there's a lot of lessons
0: to be learned during those failures. You go back and you reflect and you say, man, like where did I go wrong this weekend? Well, I didn't have a plan. I didn't have any food in the house, so I wasn't Mm -hmm. prepared. Or I went to the birthday party without eating anything all day. So of course I face planted into three pieces of pizza and two pieces of cake. I was starving. Right. So it's one of those things where you can go back and you can reflect and then you do better next time. And you learn from those mistakes. I personally embrace failure. We've talked about this on Mm -hmm. other podcasts where we learn our best lessons in life from failing and face planning flat on our face. Right. And so it's just one of those things where you have to decide who you want to become. If you don't like where you're at today and you don't like the person that you identify as currently, like who do you want
1: to become and what does that person do? And then you start acting like that person. Yeah, and I, I think that that's a perfect example. Like Personally, I failed for a very long time at accepting my place with alcohol. I'm not saying that I was ever an alcoholic, but I went through a very heavy restrict and binge phase with alcohol easily for two to three years where I would restrict for months, and then I would have a weekend where I would drink two to three bottles of wine in a night, and it felt awful. And it slowly turned into only a couple slip-ups every here and there. There was less and less each time. And now I finally will admit that like I have a better relationship with enjoying wine for a glass, a glass and a half. And it took me a long time, guys. It took me multiple years, multiple failures, multiple weekends, feeling miserable and angry at myself and guilty and shameful and honestly, like hating my body. Well, afterwards. then you go into the gym, right? Totally. On Monday and you're like, totally. I'm never drinking again. Yeah. You know, like and you can literally feel the inflammation. It's this horrible, vicious cycle. And yeah. I went through multiple years of that before now I finally realized my limits about a glass to a glass and a half of wine. And any more than that, I don't feel good. It's not worth it to me. I will have rare occasions, a Vegas trip, a birthday, whatever it might be, where I might overdo it a little bit more, but it takes time. It takes failures. And the next piece is shifting your mindset around it all. Mm -hmm. And I love this one. Like, I I love the concept of just because you don't work out now doesn't make you lazy. It makes your body moldable. It makes your body able to transition into different ways. Just because you don't know how to do something like eat healthy right now, it doesn't make you stupid or dumb. It makes you teachable. Mm -hmm. Shifting your mindset creates potential. It removes the hopelessness of it all, which I think is mindset is key to anything else. Above food, above exercise, above anything, you need to have the proper
0: mindset. You have to fix what's going on between your ears before you'll ever fix any external factor long term. Right? It all starts internally. Yes. And you know, this is something that I wrote about yesterday. Like on my journey, I got to a place where I was so sick and tired of the excuses. I was tired of my own excuses. Right. Mm-hmm. And I had to get to that place where I was just done. I changed my mindset. This isn't a diet. This has to be a lifestyle. This has to be a long term. I quit. The fad diets and the quick fixes and the shakes and the bars and the pills and all of those things because they weren't helping me get anywhere. I was stuck in that short term mindset and I had to switch to I want to become happy, healthy, confident Liz that, you know, feels good in her skin and can go out and enjoy a piece of birthday cake without guilt. I wanted freedom from food. I wanted to just be able to eat, right? And so many people feel so overwhelmed because what you see in the tabloids is this perfection, Mm -hmm. you know, you see this amazing weight loss journey, the before and after, you don't see all the struggles along the way. You don't see the slip ups and the failures and you know, how many setbacks those people had. So wherever you're at today, you're teachable, you're moldable. Like Becca said, just start doing something, just start showing up. And that's our last one here is like, you just have to start. You don't need another shake. You don't need a program. You don't need a pill. You need to just start taking action If it's drinking water, if it's going for a walk, if it's just doing some mindset work and sitting down and journaling and really getting in tune with your excuses and the stories that you're telling yourself, and then you got to get to that place where you're like, fuck this. I don't want to feel this way anymore.
1: Yeah. And you have to remove expectations, guys. We circle back around to this. Like, don't attach this to an outcome. The reason that Liz and I are where we are at and we will never change from where we are at is because we have made it something that is just our journey. I don't have a goal right now. I don't have a weight loss goal. I don't have a, I need to fit into this size of pants goal. I literally do what I do every day because it makes me feel good and because I look at it as a constant learning process, Mm -hmm. constantly getting feedback from my body of what foods make me feel good, what foods don't make me feel good, what amounts of certain foods can I tolerate, do I get more sleep and feel better, do I work out in the morning and feel better or is it in the evening, like constantly trying to just learn the best case scenario for your body because it's always changing. It's always changing and you're always going to be changing seasons too. You know, in
0: your life, you might be pregnant right now. You might be postpartum. You might be single with no kids. And Becca and I would both say we're envious and jealous of you right now. What are you
1: doing with all your
0: time right now? That's what I want to know. What are you doing? (laughs) Um, but you know, for me, I mean, I'm 10 months postpartum and sure. I was just telling Becca earlier, I'm like, I wish that I could lose like three or four, maybe five more pounds. That'd be fine. Um, but right now I'm not willing up to give up my wine and the weekend date <laughs> nights with my husband. So I'm just kind of in this maintenance mode and survival mode and keeping the baby alive and, you know, creating And that's memory, okay. And that's okay. So everyone's going to go through these different seasons where you're either more restricted or you're just more strict, I should say, with, you know, dialing in your intake and being in a calorie deficit or focusing more on sleep or performance, you know, really it's going to depend on everyone, but we're talking to those of you who aren't doing anything anything right Mm -hmm. now because you feel so overwhelmed and you see people on Instagram and you're just like, F this, there's too much. It's overwhelming. I can't do all that, right? You don't have to be Liz or Becca. You don't have to lift weights. You don't have to run. You don't have to sprint, right? We learn to walk. We learn to crawl before we walk, right? We walk before we run. We run before we sprint. So figure out what you need to do to start taking those baby steps on your journey today And let us know. We'd love to know. I would love to see, you know, many of my clients, we work on one, maybe two habits at a time.
1: Yeah. And that's all we focus on. Absolutely. And that can be huge. And just having that focus, guys, just having one or two things to focus on. Because guess what? When you try to completely overhaul your diet, you try to completely implement a -a five-day-a-week workout routine when you haven't been working out at all, it's very overwhelming. When you focus on one thing a day, much easier much more simple, much more attainable. You don't set yourself up for as much failure. So much easier.
0: You start to gain that traction, right? Mm -hmm. You start to win. And when you win, you are propelling yourself forward to be able to do the next thing, right? So whatever it is, pick one thing, maximum two. One could be body, one could be, you know, food. um, Toddler mindset. Toddler mindset, yes.
1: You don't don't put too much on your toddler, okay? (laughs) Don't put too much on that toddler mind. We need to make it simple. Set yourself up for success. Be kind to yourself like you would be kind to your toddler, teaching them how to ride a bike. We are in the same situation, guys. If you've never eaten healthy before, if you've never exercised before, even if you're trying to get back into those things, be kind to yourself. Start small, build upon that small, and it will eventually reap the reward. Yes. Tag
0: us at lsn.coach. Let us know what you're starting with, and we'll talk to you guys soon. Thank you for spending your time with us. We are honored to be able to help educate you and improve your life. If you've enjoyed this, please take a screenshot